Hi everyone, welcome to Careful Tech episode 108, Why Do So Few Podcasts Include Chapter Markers? So I'm a huge fan of podcast chapters. With a little extra work, podcasters can make it easier for listeners to hop from timestamp to timestamp through an episode and kind of navigate their way through your content. Um, my podcast client is overloaded with subscriptions and there's no possible way for me to keep up with my listening habits. Uh, and that's been especially true during the COVID-19 pandemic when I've had precious little driving time for churning through podcasts. So it's nice to be able to cherry pick my way through shows and listen to just the topics that I'm interested in. For example, these past few weeks, I've listened to all the content I could get my hands on about the iPad Pro Magic Keyboard since I find it to be a really interesting product. But I might skip on by podcast sections about the HomePod or about Apple Music. I'm just not as interested in those products um, because I'm a Spotify user and an Amazon Echo owner. So uh, chapter markers make it easy for me to just listen to the stuff I care about. So why don't podcasters use them? Um, it's interesting to note which podcasters and podcast networks choose to implement chapter markers and which don't. Some of the longest tenured and most popular podcasters and networks seem staunchly opposed or at least indifferent to adding chapters to their shows. Now, I'm not naming names here, but some of the biggest tech podcasters don't add chapter markers to their MP3s and never have, so the question is why not? So here are some potential reasons why podcasters avoid chapters and why they might be wrong to do so. So podcast chapters could make it easy for listeners to skip past ads, which would obviously undermine a podcaster's attempt to monetize their content. Now, this is true if you neatly slice off your ad segments with chapter markers. That makes it awfully tempting for me to just bypass the ad every time. Fortunately for podcasters, there are other ad marking strategies. The most common one these days seems to be including a snippet of the preceding ad with the chapter marker. So the user tries to skip to the next section and they end up hearing your promo code or your URL anyways. Besides, regardless of chapters, your listeners can fast skip their way past the ads anyhow. I'll confess that I do this too. Two minutes forward typically works great to get back into the real content. Another reason to eschew podcast chapters, well, it's too much work for the engineer or the podcaster. And it's true, it, it, it takes some work to put these markers in. But I would say if you're organized enough during your show prep and during your recording, then the effort required is fairly minimal. An extra five minutes on your end yields some pleasure for a chunk of your listener base on the other end, which all other things being equal, seems like a reasonable trade-off. Here's a related problem that keeps podcasters from marking up their chapters. The tools for creating them just aren't good enough or in some cases don't exist. The official MP3 spec has apparently supported chapter markers for over a decade now, but many of the most popular audio editing tools, including Logic Pro and Adobe Audition, don't support chapter markers. GarageBand does, I think, as does my editor of choice on iOS, Ferrite, but those seem to be exceptions. Fortunately, there are 
third-party tools outside of the editing world that make this easier. For example, Marco Arment's forecast MP3 chapter encoder uh, for Mac. But again, you're talking about extra steps and what can already be a pretty labor-intensive workflow. A fourth reason to forego chapters, many podcast clients don't support them. Now, the big podcast players on the mobile platforms generally do support chapter markers, Overcast, Castro, even Apple Podcasts on iOS. But there are plenty of exceptions as you venture into less popular or less mainstream platforms. Good luck, for example, finding a podcast client for the Apple Watch that implements chapters in any form. And many of the podcast host companies' embed widgets for the web don't include chapter markers at all. So knowing that some portion of your audience isn't even going to see the results of your labor in terms of putting in chapter markers makes it less enticing to do it. It comes down to how big that chunk of users is, which maybe you could figure out by looking at your analytics. Fifth, and, and lastly, even if your listener's podcast client does support chapters, if they're non-technical, they're unlikely to use them. Just getting a technophobe user to find and subscribe to your podcast in a podcast client is hard enough. Expecting them on top of that to browse back to their podcast client and skip around using chapter markers, that's a pretty high bar. It would be interesting if podcast clients have released data on what percentage of users uh, leverage chapters on podcasts that have them. I would imagine that percentage is, is fairly small, even if they are the most fervent podcast listeners. Of course, all of this raises the question, if I'm such a staunch fan of chapter markers for podcasts, why don't I include chapter markers in episodes of this podcast, Careful Tech? Well, the simple answer is that Careful Tech never covers more than one topic, and it's just too dang short. What are your thoughts on podcast chapter markers? Could you take them or leave them, or are they essential parts of your listening workflow? Hit me up on Twitter at Matt Hogger or at Careful Tech. The website is carefultech.net. If you're listening to this and want more of the podcast, please rate it in Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you find your favorite shows. In any case, thanks very much for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.